0: Poison Rana.
1: Hello. 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 Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Poison Rana, the podcast. You found us on whatever podcast app you are listening to us on. Hit that subscribe. Hit that like, and we are
0: live on YouTube.com/slash/at Poison Rana Pod.
1: Hello, YouTube room. How we doing? Hello poisoned house hello wrestling friends we're here today to talk all about some wrestling and beyond we're recording this it's 2 p.m Eastern time on a Sunday afternoon but it's it's not just any given Sunday it's Super Bowl Sunday dun, 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 dun. Yeah. so let this be your preview your pre-show to the big game here today your Super Bowl kickoff show press conference yeah uh we're gonna chat about this show uh here today about wrestling and then me and you are going because you're hosting a bit of a, a super bowl party over at gabby's mm-hmm. king street west the home of uh, our watch parties and uh so we're gonna go i am only going because i want to make sure i put money down on is usher starting his halftime performance while wearing sunglasses <laughs> So I've set up some, like, little
0: uh, prediction things. So I've got, we've got squares going on. Uh, We're going to do, like we did last year, the uh, closest to the correct time of the National Anthem. Right. Reba's singing it. Yep. But then I've got to do my research after this. Uh, But then I've done a sheet with, like, 15 different things to predict. So some are, like, for the game, like, winner of the first quarter, MVP, who scores uh, first touchdown. But no one cares about that shit. Yeah, Uh, I've got what's usher's first song yeah what's usher's last song also yeah (laughs) (laughs) uh will usher perform more than 8.5 songs yes or no Oh, yeah. Uh, Does you, he have more than eight So songs? you got nine or more songs.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I couldn't name like, nine. Usher well, like, the thing is, with some of these halftime shows, they they do, like, mashups of their own That's songs. That's fine. It's right? like,
0: like even if it's, like, 30 seconds of yeah, a song, it counts. It counts as
1: song. Even if it's 10 seconds, it counts, yeah. kind of, right? Um, and then the most important one, will Usher be wearing sunglasses for his first song? I've been training because I work in, in media, and having so, I watch a lot of media and TV and news, Every fucking thing he's been doing to promote this mm. thing, he's been wearing sunglasses.
0: Yeah, I mean, you figure he's going to wear sunglasses at some point during the set. I think, And it's weird to start without sunglasses yeah. and then put them on.
1: Yeah, you're not going to put them on during your show. I mean, you could if yeah. you're a real rock star, but yeah, um, he's going to be wearing them. I know I did win,
0: uh, I've said this a million times probably, but Bruno Mars wearing a collarless shirt.
1: Collarless Collarless shirt. shirt. Okay, shirt. so what do you think about this year? What? What's uh, what well, will, will Asha wear a color show? Well, like, see, I was like, okay, like, how do I put money down if like Lil John's gonna show up? And I think like it's pretty much you a wrap. You that can put money down on that. I like, I'm pretty sure it's announced, like, he is showing right. up with him to do that song. So, and maybe Ludacris as well. Maybe other people. Wow. Who knows? Great. yeah i'm not i'm not looking forward to usher as much as some of the other performances i i definitely think usher deserves his flowers he's had a lot of tunes over the years it's just like his type of songs and music doesn't necessarily make me get hyped up and yeah you know. like you remind me isn't really yeah. like a you make me want to leave the girl i'm with i it's tend like, to what? enjoy
0: the halftime shows but yeah, yeah i think usher's a bit of a b-plus player i like and i mean that like he's not c yeah but like he's had good songs but he ain't like the top tier yeah like yeah you had well yeah
1: yeah yeah
0: god like he's had good songs but i'd never oh my god i would not say it's a good song (laughs) i mean it was a big song it's a song i can name of ushers true right yeah like uh i I just hate
1: his ballads they're so fucking whiny yeah there's a reason like a lot of his songs go well with Screaming goat sounds. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, he's not necessarily one of my favorites, but I do respect that he's had like a pretty crazy and long career. And yeah, his music might not necessarily hit for us, but it was for a certain generation. But my my kind of argument here is like, is he really the best pick for this? I'd said the same thing was like Katy Perry or whatever, but... You're also trying to get, like, a different audience in because you already got the dudes who are super into the football. Yeah. Usually maybe you want to get the, the girlfriends or the wives or the friends who might, you know, want to be there for the music. But this year it's like, yeah, per like – in hindsight, if they knew what was going on with the whole Taylor Swift saga of NFL, really, you would have just paid her a no, fuck ton of no, money. No, would be
0: a conflict of interest. Like, sure.
1: having her play yeah, and, and then having her... I mean, considering most uh, right-wing news outlets this, this week or this month thinking that this whole thing is a conspiracy theory of, like, what are the odds oh. that, that her boyfriend would be in the Super Bowl at the same time they've announced their, like, Relationship.
0: All all to keep Biden in office, isn't it? Exactly. That's the whole reason why Taylor Swift is dating. Yeah. Um, Travis Kelsey is yeah. just to keep Biden in office. Yeah,
1: it's not like, like he was in the Super Bowl last year yeah. or he was always a good player. Or that player. <laughs> Taylor
0: Swift was, like, not a big star a year ago. Yeah.
1: Like, There's so many ridiculous things I've seen. But, I mean, yeah, I, I'd i like to see Taylor at the in the halftime show one day. Because she's turned it down a couple of times. Many people have turned it down. But now Apple Music has taken over as, like, the main sponsor for it this year. And I think last year, too. So, like you'd figure they'd shell out a lot of money. Like the Dr. Dre one, I'm pretty sure they paid him a fuck ton to bring in, bring in his friends. Because friend, it's,
0: so. you don't get paid by the NFL, no, do you? It's no. just through any sponsor. sort of sponsorship you get. But yeah. so we'll still, see. I feel it's like, you know, like it's kind of like main eventing WrestleMania. Yeah. Like, obviously, you main event WrestleMania, you should have one of the best paydays. Yeah. But like, I feel most wrestlers would do that for free.
1: Sure. You know? Yeah. I, I, I think it's always interesting watching the halftime performance and then getting everyone's opinions on it and like, oh, what did they like it? And this and that. And like, again, it's not going to be for everyone, but I, I'm always interested, as a music fan, I'm always interested to watch it's, it. It's the same
0: every year. You'll see on Twitter, as soon as it's over, you'll see half of the people saying that's like the best. Best. Every year it's, oh, that was the best performance since Prince. Like every year since Prince, people yeah. have
1: been like, whoever it is. No one ever says it was better than Prince, though. Any year, ever, because <laughs> it never will or be. Or you get like... uh and the other half being
0: like, that was the worst one ever. That yeah. sucked. That was terrible. And then, um, and also if it's if it's ever a,
1: a female performing, it's,
0: I can't believe she dressed like that. Kids are watching this show and all this stuff. Yeah.
1: yeah. Free the nip. Yeah. Halftime show. Uh, we'll see what people think about Usher. But uh, yeah, I'm excited to see. I want I want more like rock bands, but I guess rock bands just aren't as popular these days. you know? right. Like- I mean, you had, uh, you had, Chili Peppers a few years ago, See, didn't you? I, I would have preferred it just being chili Peppers over like Bruno with chili Peppers for like one song. I think that was what happened. They came out for like one song.: didn't chili did they join uh fucking
0: Maroon 5 guy as well? Oh, is that oh What's that was name? one of the worst ones.: That wasn't
1: good. That was probably my least favorite in yeah. a long time, so but yeah I, I, I like the weekend ones. I know that one got criticized, but again, I like the year. weekend.
0: I liked Shakira and um yeah, that was okay. Angelo. Like, I like anything that gets you, like, dancing. I, like, everyone seemed to love it. I didn't like the big rap one because oh. all of they, they all just stood there. Oh, no, I love like, that. Like, I wanted, like, I need performances, I need dancers and shit. Like, people just in a full stadium standing there rapping, like, doesn't really do it for me.
1: Well, you just, I, I, I like that one probably more of the recent ones. Like, the last few years, that one does stand out. Like, because it had, like, a, it was a bit of a showcase of, like, different people, but. I, I still think the Prince one is, like, very untouchable, but I wonder who going forward will we see. I, I like when they do also, like, a few acts. Like, having Post mm. Malone being there t- for singing, like, one of the other opening songs, I wonder if he also is, like, part of Usher. I don't, they don't have songs together, but could also be good. I need yeah. to see Post Malone do it one year. He needs more bigger bangers, I guess. You need to have, like, a you, catalog. You need like, I don't know. For me, you need something
0: you can, like, sing along and, like, jump around to. Yeah, and Usher isn't that
1: no. You remind me of the girl that These are I my confessions Like he's got bangers mm. Best match ever He's got Usher. songs But yeah He's got a banger I, Like he was a way bigger deal over here I'd imagine Especially in the States But I, I he's just like Wasn't wasn't for me But let us know what you think What will Usher wear? Will he be wearing sunglasses? Yeah To start his performance So that's the halftime uh, pre- presentation Preview from Who us Who do you want to win? uh oh uh, tra- Travis and, and uh Kansas Why? City so that when he by the by the end of this year he'll have two rings on his hand he'll have one given Taylor at the end I want him to to get down on one knee after winning the Super Bowl he's gonna say I'm going to Disneyland and then he's gonna say Taylor will you marry me that's the ultimate like 49ers for me is that the other team well, I've, I haven't been to Kansas City I've been to San Fran a couple of times right I've been
0: at the stadium yeah uh yeah, and too too much of this this uh,
1: uh, Taylor Swift nonsense. Uh, no, you're it's not- taken away from the game, Brayden. Yeah, a lot of people are upset that it's taken away from the game. I could I could be like I, I could understand why. I see it from both sides. I'm a wrestling fan, right? Mm. Been a wrestling fan since I was a little kid. You know who used to watch wrestling only? Bunch of fucking dudes. Mm. Bunch of angry dudes all the time aggressive dudes they've all migrated to UFC as they've grown up some of the some of us who haven't grown up still watch wrestling and now my wrestling is being invaded by like all these, all these people who want to watch reality love shows, and it's like, what happened to wrestling? Right? That's what's happening to football. If you let Taylor take over, is that so? <laughs> if you let,
0: is wrestling being taken over by?
1: It's taken camera? over. We shouldn't have. We, we so. shouldn't have let him in. No, that's what people are saying about NFL. Like the interviews of fans mm. you're getting everywhere is like, oh my god, Taylor's ruining the game. It's like, man, just because like she's maybe bringing some new eyes to it, like it cuts her a few
0: times during the the Few multitude times. of fucking stop starts during
1: the game right it's like it's either a commercial or that or like I was gonna say yeah there are always people are angry that it cuts to her but like the whole there's only like fucking 10 minutes of action in these yeah. games anyways yeah. over like the span of three hours it's a three hour commercial so like it's not the most like athletic game considering like football like real football UK football you know like footy I mean it's it's different kind of like
0: it's like saying, like, a fucking clarinet is easier than a violin. You know, it's a different discipline right? Uh, completely. But, um, I mean, I'd say, like, look at these dudes. Like, they're athletes. But, yeah, there is, it's a different, like, I like football because it's nonstop. Yeah. Like, you get 45 minutes, give a little bit for extra time. Not American football. Nonstop, yeah. both, both halves. Whereas, yeah, the amount of commercials do my head in. But it's good because you've got time to go pee, you've got
1: time to get more wings, time to get another drink, yeah, time to do everything during the game. Yeah, it's it's more like baseball. There's like not a whole lot going on, but when there is, it's there's some action. Oh, baseball! Don't get me wrong. I've enjoyed some baseball games, but when I have people at the bar watching
0: like a soccer game and it's like, oh, it's so boring. Nothing happens. Look, it's it's still nil nil. Oh, and then they go anyway. How about that Blue Jays game? I'm like, come on. Like three hours of sitting, like watch it. The funniest was when I went to that one in uh, Detroit. I can't remember who the guy was, but they were making a big deal of this, this guy. Right. I think it's his last year playing or whatever. Some old, old right. dude. And he like hit the ball and then just walked to first base
1: and got thrown out. I'm like, come on, I could outrun all these guys yeah. in baseball. But they make the most money. Baseball players? I mean, like, no, just athletes in general. Like, all these real yeah. athletes compared to wrestlers, they're making fucking insane amount of money. Oh, yeah. Like it's crazy. Yeah. Like you could take what? What team is this? San Francisco. 49ers. You could take. Yeah. yeah, you could take all the team, all the team players that make this shit ton of money, split their contracts in half, and take all that money and fix the homeless population in San Francisco. Yeah, <laughs> and they'd still be very, very rich. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Yeah, uh, but then uh, that you know that has its own problems there too. But yeah, go Chiefs. That's what I'm saying. George I don't even know nineers. who the fuck. <laughs> I'm just like yeah the one the the one Taylor Swift recently they as won well. it last year didn't yeah. they <laughs> uh, it was either last year or year before yeah, yeah like it's not like they're like you know, and then the uh, yeah I don't think 49ers have it for a while look uh, uh, again not a true we've spent way too much on this but I'm not a real sports fan but the is going behind it is this guy Travis yeah he's dating Taylor Swift there's your story amazing thing mm. the other team the guy I'm blanking obviously people know more than me he's playing on the team being coached by his dad who won the Super Bowl with that team as well. So it's like... Wow, sp- that's
0: a better story. Yeah, like there's some good stories. That's better story than rich man has girlfriend.
1: I, I like I like rich man has a girlfriend. It's Taylor Swift, so, you know, there's some good stories going in. I this. did
0: see a, a t-shirt I wanted to to get, but it wouldn't have arrived inside, in time that just said, like, let's go, Taylor's boyfriend. Yeah. And I was like, I was wondering if I wore that tonight, how many people would it piss off? <sighs> <sighs>
1: probably a lot but yeah let's go let's go taylor
0: all right well shall we uh shall we get into the show
1: yes there's a lots to talk about in the world of wrestling we got AEW revolution coming up in a little while we got wwe hot with some press conferences this week and uh i don't even know where to begin
0: uh i mean shall we shall we start with the the like shitty stuff and then, I guess so. and then cheer up.
1: Yeah, we should get yeah, uh, we should start off with some things that aren't the most fun to talk about.
0: So uh the latest on kind of the Vince McMahon scandal, if you want to call it that, uh we had uh Ashley Massaro's lawyer revealing uh quite a lot going into the um the rape in Kuwait from the from the military and um how WWE have already always denied um that this happened that she, they were told about it and Johnny Ace kind of, you know, blowing the whistle a bit and maybe just squealing, squealing for his life right now. Um, as he said that, no, the uh, executives were aware of this um, and it was kind of brushed aside.
1: Yeah, very, very disgusting. I would recommend if you're listening to this and you don't really know what's going on, read the Vice article about this with the Ashley Masaro being brought up specifically some of the stuff. When that came out a few years back, like I I remember reading it, I remember these stories have been kind of out there for a while. Different wrestlers have kind of said things here and there, and it seems now like a lot of people are putting the pieces together. And obviously, having Johnny Ace, Johnny Six Nine, as uh, I'm calling him, he's kind of in a way revealing other things by saying, "Oh no, I'm a victim," but also like some of this. If he's kind of not turning it down, not like you know, he's kind of agreeing that maybe Mm -hmm. that some of this is true, then. Yeah, uh, the whole thing with Ashley is very sickening, very disgusting. I, I found myself reading that article again, uh, sh- listening to post-wrestling John Pollock, Brandon Thurston with uh, David Bixenspan on as well. That was a hard listen, but a, a very interesting listen because there's it's not just one story, right? It's not just now. Oh, Vince and some people knew about the, the the soldier thing in Kuwait and then wanted to get, go under the rug. And then you watch people online, these detectives, who are finding on-air promos, vignettes, featuring Vince the, the and Ashley. The, coffee the one with the coffee was, awful. was disgusting to watch. If you we have like, not seen this, find it somewhere. But oh my God, it's, don't actually. It's
0: one of those things as well where it's like, Okay, we we have that thing with wrestling all the time, you know, when you have a character who's maybe uh saying some offensive stuff that's questionable and and we've already always had that deba- debate on this show about well, it's still a uh a scripted drama as well. You watch uh an HBO drama and you have people saying racist things or derogatory things or whatever. And it's the characters saying that, not necessarily the. It's not the actor; they're playing a role. And I think there's always been that that weird grey area in wrestling because it's like semi-real, and uh, and I think you watch stuff like Vince and Ashley Massaro back in the day, and you would think, oh well, it's they're they're playing their role, and and um, I mean the performance from Vince there is pretty terrifying as well in that specific, like, coffee yeah. scene. Um, but then when you hear about all this stuff going on and you realize that it's Vince just getting his kicks, really, out of humiliating these people, um, apparently never really paid much attention to Ashley until her Playboy came out and then was booking her, like, on the company jet and putting her in a nice hotel and continuously calling to sort of... Uh, to share the room with her and stuff like that and then when she turned down you know writing a an awful promo that Michael Hayes was like who the fuck wrote that and then oh it was Vince oh well okay well you have gotta do it then mm. and it's it's gross it's really gross and you just I think we're just gonna get more and more of these stories come out and to think this this girl ended up taking her life and I mean I'm sure there's other things but this must have contributed a lot towards
1: you know you know being a victim of abuse essentially yeah it's crazy i mean i've i've been saying it for the past few weeks is like man just look at the stuff this guy did on air and yes of course it's wrestling it blurs the lines of reality and a scripted television show with characters and acting but this guy for years has been using this as an excuse for Oh, the script says, uh, Candace Michelle, yeah, I have to make out with you. Mm. Oh, Trish, yeah, you're going to hang around me naked and bark like a dog. And anything that you've watched in the last, like, 30 years that made you go, that's kind of gross, that's kind of twisted. As soon as all this is coming out and, and receipts are being you know put out in the world, it makes you think back. And specifically, if you watch back. Any of the Vince stuff in the past, it makes you nitpick and dial in a bit of like, oh, wait a second, maybe this is even more twisted than we even thought in the first place. We do a Patreon thing where we go back and watch retro wrestling. We're doing one for Elimination Chamber. We had the the our listeners vote and you guys voted for a SummerSlam, SummerSlam 2003. So we went back and we watched it this week. And review coming out this 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 week on our Patreon. But we went back and watched it. And a storyline that was going on in that time was Eric Bischoff feuding with the McMahons, te- kind of, technically. So, therefore, makes out with Linda McMahon. And you know, watching this was like, was this Eric's idea? Was this Linda's idea? Mm-hmm. No. Fuck no, it wasn't. You know whose idea this was. Yeah, you're going to hold my wife's arms back. You're going to make out with her. And it's going to be amazing and great whilst quality I, TV. Whilst Vince
0: is kind of having an affair with, with Sable. Sable, like it's year after year. It's okay. Who's hot? I'm going to book myself in an affair angle. Yeah, like he did it so many it's times.
1: absolutely fucked. So yeah, like looking back on all these are just nitpicking of like all the little things, but it was so hard watching back this like one pay-per-view with clips of like the whole angle of like Sable and how they're like, "Oh yeah, Sable's a private a suite with Vince McMahon and and then Bischoff being like, "Oh Vince, I know you you like to go out for hamburgers, but you got steak at home and" It's
0: you you holy just think shit. back
1: about like it's we've all as wrestling fans had to go
0: through the whole um The Benoit tragedy and that we you know everyone has different some people can't watch anything involving Benoit we kind of have to I I think I've kind of got beyond that now like I can separate it somewhat when we're doing these these past reviews um but some people can't they like watch him and all they can think of is what happened over those couple of days and and this Vince thing it just it takes over everything because he's literally had his hands on everything involved in w w e since a few months ago, yeah, you know so it it makes every and you think of all the all the other thing women have had to go through, like you know the piggy James character or Natalia farting and all these sort of things that are just humiliating, and you wonder what went into that, yeah um it's. It's really, it's really disgusting. I think this story is just going to keep on growing. I think th- it sounds like the case is getting stronger and stronger. The more we hear about these things coming up, the, out the more people speaking, um, and I'm sure there's stuff that we we don't know about as well because it's you know a whole legal proceeding and NDAs. I guess so, but like it's um, yeah, I I think it's you're gonna see. Uh, I just wonder how many more changes we're going to see to the company. It, it wouldn't surprise me if there's a big, big clean out.
1: Like, look, there's got to be a lot more dirt on him throughout, you know, 30, 40. How many years has this guy been doing this kind of stuff on TV, running WWE? So it's like, yeah, there's going to be some other things that eventually come out. Whether it comes out while he's still alive or years when he's long gone. Who knows what actually comes out and and as as uh, the the ashley story like for me after you know reading all of these things in that vice article it's like hey uh how do we how do we find out you know who actually did that in kuwait Mm -hmm. that really like irks me it's like how did they just never looked into it it looks like you know digging into it a little bit there was like a like hey we need to dig into this and see what was going on there and they just kind of let it go and didn't really dig into it too much because it's the army and the left
0: in Kuwait as well. She had to make her own way home. That's
1: which disgusting. Is it's so, Going it's so probably awful. The most uh, horrific thing in her thing entire in life. life. Yeah being, being drugged and, and paralyzed and all that yeah. stuff is, it is, it is very horrifying. And this story, like, again, this story's kind of been out there for a while, but having Johnny Ace kind of be like, Oh yeah, we knew about it. Vince yeah. knew about it. We all knew about it. It's like, that is pretty damning if. You kind we kind of already assumed that, but to hear it finally, you're like, yeah, that's that's fucked. So the 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 saga of Vince McMahon is nowhere near over. As this stuff keeps, we'll, we'll keep coming out. We're a month month and a few days into 2024, and wrestling news every day. It seems it's go go go. So you had Bret Hart's comments as well, um,
0: pretty much just disowning Vince and saying lost all respect and. Like, wouldn't shake his hand if I see him again. And, yeah. uh, he had a. What I did like was the, um, apologizing to Rita Chatterson. I think it was the, the texts which we mentioned were like, look like they're written by a teenager. Yeah. And Brett were like, oh, yeah, they're Vince's texts. So clearly, like, knowing the way he. He always types with you. Types with
1: you <laughs> and emojis or whatever. Lots of exclamation points. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty fucked. Uh, not trying to make light of it, but it was interesting hearing Brett. Like th- that apology But I mean Brett you had one line To be like Vince screwed Vince here yeah. Because Vince you're getting it now You're yeah. the one who's who should be you know In trouble for all this potentially Jail if if it goes that route So just just crazy A lot of people are, are definitely going to want to Kind of disassociate themselves with, with Vince McMahon mm. I, which You don't hear some people within WWE Doing that which is like Telling
0: you're, you're hearing a lot More this time than the first time round Yeah First time round You didn't hear any No we any had comments. Stephanie on you Smackdown Thank you Vince And which all was that fucked Whereas now you've got uh, Seth Rollins Who I think has been Criticized in the past For being a bit of a A bootlicker A bit of a company man Yeah And Him Him like he, Saying more than Triple H has said You know yeah. uh, Like condemning these actions Saying it's awful And hope He like says Anyone involved Has to has to go I mean that could be daddy Paul as well for as like I was surprised to hear that obviously Cody in the press conference as well and I'm sure everyone's been told what they can and can't say but um yeah I, I found that quite interesting that people are definitely you're not seeing the um unless you're maybe a Kevin Nash you're not really seeing the levels of support of Vince this time around yeah and the you know like oh i think both what cena and danielson kind of said something the first time around it's you know we've all made mistakes and like i have two and that guy was a father figure to me blah 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 i haven't seen that at all this right time
1: around yeah yeah because they, they they can't associate with him anymore it would yeah. look very very bad on anyone to do that so yeah uh i wouldn't imagine i wouldn't imagine triple h says much more he's probably just hoping this that he kind of goes away and people forget care. or something. I, I really don't know. I was expecting a lot more from him in that press conference and still hasn't said anything. He's he's mad about The Rock getting in his face kayfabe wise, but he's not so mad about Vince McMahon. I wonder if Triple H has read this uh, yeah. Wall Street
0: article. Yeah, I wonder how much from like TKO's point of view is like let's get through Mania and then we'll clean up. You know, like Vince is gone, he's the main one, yeah, but these lawsuits and things are going on,
1: and maybe like just get through the next six weeks, yeah, we'll see it's 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 fucked, but like again long time wrestling fans did we really is this shocking that Vince McMahon is finally getting what's what was coming all these mm-hmm. years like no, like you show anyone, oh, I love wrestling, they'd be like, you like that weird shit that's like you think of all the Attitude Era type things Vince was doing And like some of the most fucked up storylines That made you cringe And just think back to some of the worst wrestling stuff From WWE over the years And there's there's hours of content Of backstage vignettes Like the coffee thing that maybe lasted two minutes on one show Another show Like every week there was always something with Vince And the storylines and all that shit And just again think of all the stuff that people have turned down That we haven't seen on TV It's fucked So again Obviously, we live in a world where guilty as, uh, what, innocent until proven guilty, like, you got to make your own opinions and judgments on these things. And I don't know how some people who are as, you know, into the world of wrestling that are like, oh, well, I don't believe all these things. It's mm. like, Really? like really there it it takes it takes a lot it takes a lot but it's like really come on
0: innocent until proven guilty but where there's smoke there's usually fire and there's like a whole fucking fucking hot box like yeah
1: of smoke smoke, right now it's fucked so i i'm yeah and this guy like he ran wrestling he made wrestling to the to the point where it got so popular as it is today but uh in doing so he abused that power and that's what this is about it's about this fucking another old rich white guy billionaire who abuses his power and we've seen that not just in the world of wrestling but like Hollywood and, and everywhere else in the world but it also worked in wrestling it's just of course he
0: just needs his pal to get back into office to give him a pardon doesn't he
1: imagine yeah yeah there's also that that's also going on in the news but yeah. the, that's another thing yeah. <laughs> sorry
0: um shall we move on to the kind of state of wrestlemania wrestlemania kickoff slash
1: yes press conference not press conference yeah we got off our chest yelling at vince mcmahon again i'm sure there'll be more shows of that but uh let's let's talk let's let's be happy again and talk about let's the reason i like wrestling is it's supposed to be an escape of all the bad shit in the world going on and yet in the world of wrestling being a fan you cannot escape some of the bad shit that happens but yes uh let's disassociate and separate the the world of wrestling and talk about the stuff that's supposed to be entertaining yeah which is wrestlemania time all right it's wrestlemania season we're supposed to be happy we're wrestling fans we got to get into the spirit of wrestlemania vince is gone let's just focus on that i guess and they had a pretty big press conference maybe possibly the biggest it was heard around the world. It was aired on so many different news broadcasts this week. Mm. I can't explain how many times I, I tuned to different channels that were covering this the day, uh, the night of, or the night, uh, the morning after of this Vegas press conference, which I, you could say is more than a success in, in them oh, doing yeah. so. They never really did announce next year's Mania, right?
0: Uh, oh, no, no, they, they didn't. didn't. They didn't.
1: I mean, obviously, Super Bowl is in Vegas this weekend it was also good and smart because today and yesterday, all I see on social media is WWE sending out their wrestlers with title belts mm-hmm. to hang out with celebrities. So get that WWE net all over. So you're ready for WrestleMania. So maybe that was just like, fuck it. Let's just do it in Vegas. Everyone's
0: in town. Like yeah. it was a
1: free event, right? So they, wow. they filled this. Was arena. it free?
0: Oh, I thought people had to buy tickets. I, I believe it was free. Oh, okay. Uh, I might be wrong there, but yeah, I think it was free. Okay. Um, but I, uh, i really like this i i've seen like you know criticisms oh it's not a a press conference you can't do the q a stuff but it, it was more like uh i think benno on grapple put it out it's like the the apple kind of revealing yeah, yeah, the new yeah. ipad kind of thing with it the bloodline <laughs> exactly it had that sort of vibe and i uh i actually really liked it i i wasn't working that night so just was about to cook dinner and was like oh that press was on and put it on and uh to start with you kind of just like i don't know why we're having this women's chamber match because becky and Rhea are like we're doing this match we've got some stuff in the way but we're doing this match but the main stuff obviously was uh roman cody rock and seth and
1: seth and seth yeah seth just hanging out in the corner like oh yeah don't forget about me guys Mm. right i he's injured still right Yeah, that's why he's just kind of... I think Seth got roasted the absolute worst, more than anyone in this conference, because, A, he's just standing there like fucking Steven Glansberg, all alone while the big boys are actually Mm. dealing with some big boy WrestleMania stuff. But it was Roman Reigns who comes out and Seth thinks he's got him and goes oh look who's actually showed up to work today and without missing an absolute beat Roman goes yeah look and look who showed up wearing his wife's shoes today as it shows Seth wearing fucking bows on his shoes Mm. I was like yeah you stand you stay in that corner you stay yep right over there you're not you're not involved in this anymore and I just thought he just stood there like just gonna watch cody uh, get roasted and then the rock comes out cuts a great heel promo ever since his pro- his, his little uh show got clipped from pat mcafee mm-hmm. that was like all around during the day that that clip about the cody crybabies that kind of tipped me off that okay he's he's realized what's happened or they've realized what's happened and they're switching it because i felt like he was giving off more of the oh three uh Hollywood rock vibes, and that's exactly what we got It was
0: that slash uh corporate rock you know corporate. like just i I think you've seen a lot of criticisms from people like oh is uh has rock like just like not got his finger on the pulse as much anymore yeah, I think this proved them absolutely wrong because this was the rock completely reading. And he was in it—the peak of his career. He was very good at that. Think like Rock Hogan, where yeah. like Toronto just turned against Rock and were all pro Hogan. Wasn't necessarily expecting that, and the Rock knew how to pivot and and go with that. I thought he was great here. Uh, the whole bringing up the bloodline—we saw that whole family tree, including like Jacob Fatu
1: at the bottom there, Ava Rain. Yeah, um, where's it, where's the Tonga uh, like? Tama Tonga and the, where's that coming? I think they're, it's like a, aren't a, they like, you know,
0: when you're, you're, your your mum has a friend who sh- she calls your auntie uncle? when you're younger? I think it's like,
1: like. I was looking for the Tonga twins on there, but uh, yeah, I guess the family goes deeper than yeah. even than that. But yeah, that was pretty funny.
0: Um, And then just like kind of steamrolling through the crowd, like trying to get his usual like baby face catchphrases yeah. in, but everyone booing him. And saying, like, you will respect it. This is what's like best for business and all that. And then Cody coming out, like, completely pissed off because, you know, both kind of saying there's only one real royal family in wrestling. So he took the first shot. And what Cody said about the bloodline wasn't particularly offensive. No, it was but like the story. your grandparents would be ashamed of you. Right. Um Rock slapping him, the the pull apart. I think what was great was doing this kind of setting a it's like a quote-unquote press conference so it it comes across as more even though it, it was a show it came across a bit more real than like just a 20-minute promo at the beginning of raw yeah and also because it's not on tv you could swear. so you had all the like off mic like yeah you're saying shit about me what the fuck like get the fuck out of here all that yeah, stuff yeah. which just added to the realism and you see people like i i have like regulars at work who who catch up through like twitter clips or instagram clips and he's like was that was that real was and like no but it's i i loved it i think you've eventually you've now got back to cody and roman uh we don't know what the the kind of night one thing is i imagine it's uh it's the tag people are talking about cody and Seth against Roman
1: I mean yeah if Triple H was not out of commission you'd imagine it's going to that match they they really did set up years ago remember in a Smackdown segment yeah where they were like, we're gonna set well, this up set just up in, in case. You're 31, yeah. That? We're it's like, well, though. let's set this up just in case. And it feels like Seth is gonna be the the pawn of Triple H. And Seth has always been Triple H's boy, yeah. You
0: know, uh, and well, both Seth and Cody, you know, both use the pedigree. Right. Cody did the whole like sledgehammer throne thing. Like they they all have their connection with Triple H, and like I'm now at the point. Okay, this could have been a pivot, like, but. I don't think it's to the extent of where, you know, they brought in Batista and were like just completely going against the crowd, like not gonna go with Daniel Bryan. I feel this is a bit different because you got the rock available. Of course you're gonna wanna go for that match. But you've been building this Cody thing for so long. And I think it's worked. We are still six, seven weeks away from Mania and I am completely in the camp now, let it play out. People, oh, we should know the match. Why? why? Like, both nights have sold very well. They don't need to worry about ticket sales. They don't need to worry about pay-per-view until the day of, really. Like, yeah. am I going to watch this? Cool, I'm going to buy Peacock today to watch it. You don't need, like, crazy advances on buying a
1: pay-per-view. Yeah. And we got time before Mania. Yeah. So why not spread it out? Yeah, we have like having Cody and Roman as the match. Mm. Yeah, that's great. I I feel like finally let him finish this the story. Yeah. We said that last year, but you know, knock on wood, Cody actually does finish the story going forward it should set up rock V Roman for next year for not the title, but the head of the the table or whatever. Like it looks as if they're doing more of a bloodline, two man power trip kind of Mm. thing. I love how Roman Reigns has been the ultimate bad guy kingpin in wrestling for the last year, two years, maybe three years. And as soon as the rock steps foot in the same promo as him, he literally, literally just lil bros himself. Like, oh, sorry. Yeah, here you go, I... Rock. Take over here. And it's it's great, but it makes me wonder, of like, are we getting a tag match night one? Is it Cody and Seth versus Rock and Roman? And doing that does somehow, like, have a little dissension between the Rock and Roman, I which then so. maybe, you know, with Solo or someone trying to stop Cody the next night, maybe Rock has a change of heart, and actually helps Cody 100%. win the title is something that could possibly happen. I I think,
0: yeah, I think it's actually, again, like people are like, oh, but Roman looked like a bitch next to The Rock. It's like, let it play out right. because they want to do this Roman-Rock match. Right. I, I think that works, you know, The Rock coming in, feeling like the bigger deal than Roman. Um, I think you have some dissension during the match. You could even have The Rock... Maybe take the pin. I don't know if he'll go that far. Mm. But, you know, something... Seth
1: is in the match. He's taking the pin.
0: Roman, well, we'll get to that. Roman being, uh, like, pissed at The Rock and, like, pissed because he is seen as the bigger deal and you can kind of have a turn in a night one and then you do the usual solo Sokoa shit, night two, but this time The Rock is there to to take him out and Cody wins. And then you've set up Rock v. Roman in the singles, whether that's at next year's Mania, at a SummerSlam or or yeah. whatever. So I I think it works. As for Seth, like I could potentially see Seth getting getting the win on night 1. I think there's I think we need promos from and we've got time from everyone. Yeah, Seth looked like a bitch. If you go to this story, I believe Seth is the only one to have beaten Roman during this title reign. It was a disqualification, but right. but Seth won that match technically. So Roman hasn't beaten him during this title reign. I think that's something Seth should be calling back on. It's like, you're calling me the the B champion, but you needed to get disqualified to keep your title when you face me, and I haven't had another chance.
1: Like, clearly this tag match is where they're going with. I mean, unless you insert Rock into the Roman-Cody match, but, like, make it a triple threat, but you've already announced it. I feel you
0: flip-flopped enough with it now. Yeah,
1: like, I I really like the presser. You kind of said it. It made things feel, like, a bit different. It reminded me of, like, you know... Boxing or MMA kind it, of press like conference. Like, WWE haven't really yeah. done this at all. They don't do them as much, but when they do, it definitely, I feel like this was like the, the most impactful one. Again, I saw this everywhere. Like, mm-hmm. the night after, it was just like, it worked. It got all the, the spots had everywhere they wanted. a similar feel to when, you know, uh, Punk came out and the like
0: f- fan footage of yeah. Seth going off. And right, right, that. yeah. Like, I feel that's something they're trying to lean into.
1: Like, one problem I had was Cody doesn't, it doesn't fix how Cody was like but not at Wrestlemania okay so I've got Jake's brought that up in the chat as well he says
0: I think my only criticism is what made Cody have a change of heart from the Smackdown before and did a hard pivot to now I want to face Roman at Mania I think there's a way you can have like Cody explain it you know when you kind of I'm thinking back to at our Royal Rumble event and our friend Tom pure fandom shout out I see him in the chat sold a couple of items maybe cheaper than he should have. Right. And you know when you let someone talk you into something. Yeah. And you think you've got a good deal and then afterwards you're head scratching like fuck, what
1: did I do there? Wait he a minute. Sell? He sold a Austin vest, an original Austin vest and a replica big gold? Yeah. Big gold? Big gold belt I think. And he sold it for 375 Canadian. Yeah. So he feels like he got ripped off.
0: And just the belt alone is probably... Like six. About that. So, but I think you can have, you know, Cody uh, has been a martyr a few times. You know, go back to his AEW, which they, they reference somewhat at times. Yeah. He's like, I'm never... I've lost this match. I'm never facing going for the title again. Right. You've had like little moments like this during his career. And then you have cody win the rumble and then the rock who is very charming and very like the rock the the rock (laughs) political but like in a in a friendly charming way talking to him it's like cody like you know i'm coming into this company and like i see you as as the star but like we like you need to let this happen like you're gonna have your match you're gonna have your moment you will win it and uh but you need to let me and Roman happen and kind of hoodwinking Cody into being like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You can do that. And then I can win the title. And then it's not until Romans uh, rock is going like, there's only one real Royal family and all that. He's like, fuck you. And then thinking, you know what? I'm fed up of letting people walk over me and stepping aside. So I think you can explain that, that change of heart as well. Yeah. And you see that with, Uh, With Rollins as well Who's always been kind of The company guy And has also been In a similar position You know Stepping aside To like let bigger matches happen And that kind of thing And also being like No fuck that That's bullshit It should be Cody's And I think We've got time to Like Like fill in the gaps And obviously It seems like this was 100% a pivot That you changed in a week I'm okay with that Like a lot of like great scripted dramas don't necessarily know where they're going and you know one character gets really popular and you lean that way and
1: absolutely. people who yeah, absolutely were
0: booked in a show to do two episodes become season rake. happens all the time it happens all the time
1: you ever look at the trivia for your favorite movies or shows like Walking Dead Breaking Bad fucking Jesse Pinkman was supposed to be killed off like in the, right away Jack and Lost was meant to be killed in the pilot like half <laughs> like, the people in Walking Dead first few seasons were like meant to be either not even on the show Like half the shows that I love watching, it's like, oh, wait, this character wasn't even supposed to be in it. And it's like, yeah, it happens. So it's like you go with what's what's working. Uh, I do think we're going to the tag match night one, which in a way is still cool. I'm not sure what Seth would do night two, but like, yeah, Seth versus the chamber winner, I guess. Oh, right. Yeah. So the winner of that gets to face Seth. Is that what they kind of said? Yeah. Okay, so let's set that up on Smackdown. Yeah. So like the winner of that, who would be like Drew? I guess so Don't really care about that But uh, I, I like what Drew's been doing He's been funny And leaning into the punk stuff It sucks we don't have punk It would be weird Having that tag match As a main event of Mania But it is The Rock You've got to go with while It's also having.
0: the 40th And you, you main evented The first uh, Wrestlemania With a, a four-way yeah And kind of I guess The Rock is Mr. T
1: here. Yeah, like he's, in the, oh, but, yeah, he's healed, but yeah, he's the yeah. Hollywood guy. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. In a um, weird, strange way. I, I mean, another thing I've joked to you is like have Rock beat Seth night one, so that he becomes that title, right? And then Cody beats Roman night two, and then you have Rock hold on to that title, yeah, and do what Roman did, like change what titles mean. What have the WWE title, <laughs> yeah, the and now. the other one is the, the turn the Cuck title into the like the. The Hollywood title yeah. essentially, but I don't think that's the route they're going. Yeah, on. I think like during a time where you know,
0: I all this, all the negative stuff going on in WWE can make you kind of feel a bit sick watching it. And I'm sure there are a lot of people who have completely switched off, and that's absolutely fine. Like that aside, they've done a great job right now of making me want to see what happens next. And I've been watching raw and smackdown kind of consistently the last few weeks i i watched a fucking quote-unquote press conference because i want to know yeah what is next in this story yeah. and because we still don't know fully what's going on it's making me more compelled to watch it each week and i i think that's a good thing
1: yeah absolutely it, it, it's it got a lot of people talking either even if you went with the Rock. You'd still have people upset about the Cody thing, but you, you're having people upset right now. Like I see John, John Price in the chat saying, Cody is terrible. You, get, you saw that Cody got some boos too when yeah. the Rock is standing against the Rock. He's one of the most famous people on the entire planet, right? Like your grandma knows who the Rock is. Yeah. Your grandma doesn't know who Cody Rhodes no. is yet. 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 However, Cody Rhodes sells a lot of fucking t-shirts. Mm. Cody Rhodes sells a lot more shirts than Seth Rollins has probably ever sold in like one year. Cody Rhodes is the guy mm. right now. Like he is making the most money for this company. It makes sense. Obviously, you bring the Rock in and sell he'll sell a couple shirts too, I'm sure. But like it is crazy that they have a problem of too many good cooks right now, mm. which has not been the case for so long in WWE. So like yeah, that's why a lot of people are really excited right now. And mm. and selfishly, we're going to WrestleMania weekend. Like yeah, I'm torn. It's like I've never seen the Rock wrestle live, but it's something that I could potentially see as much as people going there are like, oh, I want to go to see Cody finish the story. I do, too. So now maybe I get, get to get do both. both. A little bit of both there, right? So
0: I just want to be able to see, um, I hope they mash up Roman's theme, Head of the Table with Hollywood, Hollywood. Rock is cooking. cooking. Yeah, that. like they'll go, they both have the same kind of mm. beat to it.
1: I mean, isn't Roman's just Taz's theme S- Slow, slow down, down, apparently? But yeah. uh, I-, I think that would be pretty cool. Yeah, put that I- rock's Hollywood theme is one of my all time favorites for sure. And you know what? Rock sounded to me, I've never. I've never been as more interested in The Rock since like 03, like since like back then. Yeah. So I thought him as the heel already is like way more better than him coming out and being the same old like cookie cutter shit. It's like finally he's kind of. I, I said as soon as I saw him on that TKO thing, I was like, man, this guy looks like a super villain. Little did I know that he, that's exactly what he should be right yeah. now. He doesn't. We don't need a hero. We got I'm rating Triple H. Uh, Loved it, which was great. And then Triple H's rebuttal on SmackDown, which I'm like, Triple H, you're really angry at The Rock. Are you wrestling The Rock? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Please don't. But again, it's like let it play out. I see. Oh, you made Triple H look like a bitch, and it's like, okay, well, he might have a chance to get <laughs> yeah. back, and he did. Um, yeah. But
1: uh, yeah, so, so, I thought it was great. So yeah, uh, I don't think we're seeing Rock wrestle at the Chamber. Uh, I don't, I doubt it. But I do think we are seeing him wrestle this year at WrestleMania, and then next year, Roman v. Rock mm. next year at yeah. WrestleMania. So we got we got some good or, stuff. Or yeah. or it could be a Saudi show or something like that. Like I it's- I I know that they're probably gunning for that, and this guy, if if fucking you know. Man can make a lot of money doing a Saudi show. Yeah. Then you know the Rock could make oh, yeah. millions on millions on millions. So who knows? But I do think Mania is where Mania it's at. makes most
0: sense. Yeah.
1: Um, so so there we know these matches for Mania: Cody versus Roman, obviously closing night two of WrestleMania. We have Bailey and Io Shirai, Io Sky. Io sorry. Sky. Yeah. Did you did you see Bailey's segment on SmackDown? I actually did not. No.
0: I I really like what they're doing with it. Okay. I think Bailey Bailey's done like a bit of a. A slow Like I mean it's two weeks But a slow face turn That kind of makes sense yeah. You know where It's She's Kind of a hybrid now Of her old character And her heel character And she's like Talking to the crowd And say Ah oh, you You still seem to be Behind me Like Thank you And I'm turning into baby face But Dakota Kai coming out And Essentially being like Hey what's Going on I was Seeing my doctor last week I I had nothing to do with that. Like, and Bailey's like, I call bullshit. I've seen you with the, the others. And she's like, I've been in a weird position. Like they've been saying stuff. I'm friends with them. I I can't speak Japanese. (laughs) But I never wanted this to happen to you. And like, trust me. So uh, I think they've, they've done a good job with that where I assume Dakota Kai will be fit soon. Like she's moving around. Like she, she just had a, like, Video like new renders or something taken, okay. it looked like. Um, so I think she'll be returning soon. I wonder if you do a tag at um, the chamber, like New Zealand being close proximity to sure. Australia, it can be kind of a uh, like a de facto home, hometown feel for Dakota Kai, right? As a babyface with Bailey against Kabuki Warriors. And then Dakota turns on Bailey. Bailey. She can either be like, "Yeah, fuck you, Australia and Kiwi," <laughs> you know. Afterwards, yeah. but uh, I, I, like what I thought Dakota sounded great as well. I think she's someone we were always very high up on in NXT. And Team this, Kick. This injury came. Evie. Like,
1: I mean, she's been injured pretty much the whole time, hasn't she? She's been injured a lot in Was WWE. Yeah. She's been injured in what NXT before? Yeah, like she's been injured a lot, but she's great. So, but I, I thought she sounded excellent and uh i'm i'm quite
0: compelled with a few yeah. and and they also sort of brought up that like you know eo was didn't really attack bailey either so uh so bailey it's like yeah it's it's the kabuki warriors they're the poison like but yeah. it's so yeah i like what they're doing with that and i think bailey's going to i think you know she's been a champion and stuff but she's never had that that like moment that you're your Charlotte's, your Sasha's, your Becky's had. And I, I think she's she's
1: grown a lot of respect for people and I, I feel this, I think it could be a really good match between these two. Yeah, she's never had her mania moment yeah. kind of per se right i mean she's lucky charlotte's out and sasha's uh, busy doing something else yeah in a few weeks so really it's like bailey now's your time to shine and she's with Eo, which you know the match would be pretty good yeah the story is pretty good already so like yeah going towards that is one of the big matches is great i do imagine it's becky and Rhea as well that seems like the money match yeah becky's in the uh in the chamber um ria's facing nia
0: Jax at Elimination Chamber, which, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not a big Nia Jax fan, but I, I do think they've built this quite well. They've they've done a better job with Nia as this, like, monster coming in this time around. I'm still not a big fan of her wrestling, but I think they've done a, a good job, and you're building to that sort of, you know, Rhea hitting a big move on Nia.
1: The Riptide. The
0: Riptide, that's it. Yeah, um, yeah Becky and Bianca both... Qualified for the women's chamber, uh, Jade. We haven't really seen since um,
1: the Rumble. Since
0: the Rumble, I wonder if she, uh, like, I could see you doing Bianca and Jade at Mania. Okay, but you kind of need to get Jade on TV.
1: She's soon. in the chamber
0: no? No, okay. Um, I don't. I'm not sure what the other qualifying matches are, but um, but yeah, I could see you going because Bianca needs a, a big match at Mania, so yeah, Jade yeah. makes sense. Yeah, at the the moment at the Rumble. I think that would be cool. Yeah. Um and then yeah, we've so far had Drew McIntyre and Randy
1: Orton qualify for the the men's chamber. Yeah, who else would you put in that one? I mean, you would imagine that it is uh winning that is Gunther? Sorry, winning. Drew. I Drew I guess makes sense, but and I'm
0: loving this character. We've just seen the Seth match. Yeah, we've few, seen it so many times. A few times I now. Don't care about it. I wonder if you I, I was very surprised. Uh, Sammy Zayn was eliminated because after that, uh, like sit down interview with him the other day, and him feuding with Drew, I kind of thought we might get a a three way, you know. Okay. And that yeah. way, you you do all the traditions, you know. You do the 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 three way for a title at the tenth anniversary, and you do the double duty thing for the tenth anniversary. Yeah. But um, maybe Sammy can come into it some way we have seen in the past they've done the chamber where three people have started the match and then four in the pods so we've had seven in a chamber they've done that a few times okay so you could always do the wild card match you know the the losers of the qualifying matches compete um but yeah i was surprised sammy's not in it randy like could be a left field option for seth it's it's a match you haven't done for quite a while Randy's hot right now. It would be babyface,
1: babyface. Yeah, maybe Randy Drew at WrestleMania instead. I'd, I'd, I'd much prefer Seth in a, like a good match. Maybe like Sammy versus Seth. But like you're saying, he's not even in the chamber at this moment. Maybe that's not quite possible. But yeah, I, I've, I've been liking the stuff with Drew, like shitting on Punk and being like a dickhead mm. who's really got like truth behind the things he says. But when it comes down to it, I don't want to watch him wrestle in these big marquee matches anymore. So. I'm not necessarily looking forward to him versus Seth if that's like the big title match that I've seen like a hundred times.
0: It's a way Seth has an out because if he is wrestling night one, it can be like an excuse for him dropping the title night two. But yeah, I... I still maybe see us Go into some kind of Three way Even though
1: we've got This chamber thing Be a better match If Sammy Seth and Drew Than just Drew and Seth Yeah So What would you do with Randy For for Mania I I do Randy Drew One on one Just like That is a story But I don't think That's the route Uh, What else Yeah what else Randy is
0: is predominantly On Smackdown
1: But Oh okay Um yeah, I don't know who else is big that you could put him with in a tag match. It's, like it doesn't have Kevin a tag Owens part. isn't like
0: he'll be finished with the Logan Paul story, I think, yeah. by Mania. And I imagine we, I would think like
1: LA Knight, Logan Paul makes yeah. sense. Yeah, I so don't know.
0: There's a couple of same with things. Gunther.
1: Where does he go? Right, like Gunther's feuding with Jey Uso right. But now. right now, that's right the now. TV so feud.
0: yeah, that could be TV. I don't even know if Gunther can travel yet, so might not be able to even be on Chamber. Okay. Um, yeah, that there's a they've got a lot of like big names right now. And that's including with Punk being out. So, yeah, it's
1: going to be interesting to see
0: where the undercard like all fits
1: together. Yeah. Like the Gunther match is something that Mania will. That's
0: like a marquee match as well, right? Exactly.
1: So, yeah, either way, WrestleMania should be looking pretty good this year and uh, I'm sure both nights will will kick ass just like last year and I'm looking forward to it
0: and then we had British Strong Style beat DIY oh I didn't watch
1: I that, oh I for- completely uh, it was, forgot it was
0: pretty good, really felt like a you know throwback NXT yeah. tag match, same thing I, I said uh, have to watch it. the last week or so it's, it's kind of cool watching these main roster shows with main roster crowds who are into the stars and kind of on their hands for everything else and then getting into it like the crowd were hot for this match and they're all relatively like cold characters in a way i'd say on the main roster but just building steam through their wrestling it just feels like man i was watching this six years ago you know (laughs) like it's you you've, you've got to it finally but it's like quite late getting to it but they're definitely getting over uh just by their, their wrestling alone And so we're getting Judgment Day Versus
1: British Strong Style At, uh, at Elimination Chain Nice, which also would be a pretty good match as well yeah. uh, Priest also having the briefcase Like is this guy just going to hold on to this Till next Money in the Bank Yeah, like that's a point He could potentially um,
0: Like he he's leading babyface now So he's someone who could Do an advanced cash in
1: Right you yeah. know,
0: you could have Drew, like, Drew wins the chamber, and then Priest is like, like, I want my moment, I'm cashing in, it will be a triple threat.
1: Right. Oh, you could make it a four-way with him, I guess. But then, yeah, I feel like he just cashes in and, and wins that that title. I, ju- I just wonder, because they really seem to be trying to lean
0: him babyface now, and whether it seems... I mean, I know Big E cashed in as a as a babyface. Yeah, a bunch but, of
1: people have. Yeah, it's not usually It'd be interested.
0: I'd I'd kind of almost like it to be announced before him him do the advance thing. But yeah, it, it would make the match more interesting for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah, I just don't know if he's necessarily ready as the one of the big high. Although that title doesn't matter. But yeah, also it's like it doesn't have to be a long run. Like Mania is. You can flip it about. Yeah, there's always the the raw after Mania. Like, Seth could retain, and then he... he, I like how, storyline-wise, they let him say, like, oh, I'm not allowed to cash in on Seth right now. That's why I haven't done it. Because remember, I was like, "Uh, Seth comes out and says, I'm hurt. I might not make it to Mania. I'm like, okay, where is he?
0: He's not cleared to... I guess guess that does make sense. So,
1: kayfabe-wise, they basically said, like, you're not allowed because he's hurt. It
0: kind of makes sense, (laughs) because if you...
1: (laughs) If you're not cleared to wrestle, yeah. you can't sign a contract to wrestle and right. that's essentially where the money and I mean most uh, most of the time you're not ca- signing a contract anyways cuz you're laying down and then yeah. they cash it in but yeah <laughs> the little the little things yeah. matter sometimes but yeah uh,
0: but all in all like I'm like I found WWE quite compelling recently and I, I'm I'm it's always a fun time, you know, speculating the Mania card of course. and what they're going to put together and uh, yeah, I think the 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 punk injury i think's had a massive ripple effect like the different things it's affected
1: yeah uh, i i'm i'm like i i feel for the people who maybe were like oh punk is finally back in wwe all is well and it's like as soon as as it happened he's gone already and it's kind of like oh the 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 kind of the wind is out of the sails a bit but there's so many other hot things going on right now that Really, he's not missed. I don't think his match would be like the most talked about thing after the fact. But
0: postpones it to another time. Yeah, like it'll maybe be later There's other year.
1: like you don't have a rock being around. Yeah, and, you know, you, you there's can, a there's a match you go to something from the presser which Punk was. He just loves talking about punching people in yeah. the face uh, all the time. And when he was talking about that on the mic, you could see The Rock hearing him and like looking back, like this motherfucker talking about me. Like, there you go. There's your match. Yeah, next him year. going like, Hey, where were
0: you all in two thousand thirteen yeah. when yeah. The Rock took my moment then?
1: And like, sorry, but like The Rock looked like looks like he could fucking eat CM Punk. Like like the Rock the Rock looked gasped in that like electric yeah. elbow people's elbow a little a few weeks ago, but like, the meat could c- fall off the bone for The Rock. But he looks like he could pick up CM Punk and physically eat him. So, like, I don't understand this guy. Like, I could, I'd could, i punch him in the face. I'm like, brother, you'd punch no, no he, one he in the face. No, he did say
0: in his promo the other week about, I do things that terrify me. Like, I went and did UFC. I didn't win a thing, and I <laughs> probably knew that going in. And then
1: I, he he brought up three separate times at that press conference about, like, punch. I like to punch people in the face. I punch my boss in the face, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Uh,
0: I think he should be on commentary for Mania.
1: CM Punk Yeah I Just cause like They need They want him to do something
0: Like We paid he, you all this fucking seems, money
1: He seems to like Be
0: He comes across like He's enjoying What he's doing you know, Yeah he's he out-
1: sounded like that Last time you know I'm not I'm not fooled me once Can't get fooled again Well <laughs> But last time You know I love AEW And the talent I'm here for the kids No
0: but remember last time He was injured and he said i was late at home doing nothing right. and i imagine that's where he's like reading the 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 reports the colt cabana shit and just is alone doing nothing get worked up whereas now he's keeping himself busy he's going to the performance center he's helping out there people actually seem to want his advice and you know doing the panel and that sort of thing i I can see him having a presence on Mania, and I could see it being—I don't know—on commentary. I, I, I you look, can suit an angle. Hey, as that's well. totally
1: like totally totally a good, a good idea. And if he's mm. fucking injured and you paid him a fuck ton of money, he should be doing stuff to keep yeah. promos and promoing and previewing things like this. Spot is perfect for him, where he's like being able to talk about it and stuff like that. It's all he still is able to do is talk. But I, I don't—I find him. Vi- I don't trust him like the way you kind of said like, Oh, he sounds believable now. No, no, no. He sounded that way all the time. He always sounded the voice of the voiceless, but when it comes down to it, he came here and got a lot of money and got hurt right away. So like, yeah, he's guys laughing his fucking way to the bank because he's being paid. Will he do commentaries? Like, like that's like anyone would do that. Oh, the, like the th- if they don't use him,
0: they can just tap those injury months on it. Yeah, end. Of, that's course. The yeah, work, yeah right? of course. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. It's see what they want to do. I don't know. Right. Like, I just listened to uh, the latest episode of Eagles Don't Hunt Flies on this very feed, where uh, Martin, Brandon, and Dicky talk all about Moxley versus Punk from uh, AEW. And re-listening to sort of Punk's first p- kind of promo back after his injury already sounds pissed off. He sounds like a different Punk since like before. But as I said, he was sat at home that whole time. Whereas we've seen him a few times. They've like been documenting his, you know like him in the hospital and surgery and
1: all that sort of stuff. So
0: I don't know. We'll see once he's healed. But right now, he seems like he's in a good place.
1: Yeah, uh, money will make you do that. I think if you had a job that someone called you out on workers' rights, maybe you would get pissed off, right? But. No matter what, he's being paid a hefty, hefty coin to stand around now. I, mm. No wonder he's in a better mood. Like, you, you got to be. You're getting paid. But, yeah, he sounds exactly the way to me, like how he sounded. Like, in AEW, weeks, months of promos. Like, oh, I just, wow, wrestling's great, isn't it? Look at this. I got Will Hobbs here. I got Daniel Garcia. Uh, fuck Jungle Boy. He, he did say that in a, in a promo yeah. years ago. Like, oh, I can't oh, wait yeah. to punch him in the face. It's, he's doing the same He's recycling the hits a little bit, but I, I hope that he's like a nice guy and that we don't get him punching people, but we also hoped he wouldn't get injured and that happened. So it's like, let's see where it plays out a bit.
0: What I also did like about the the press conference as well is it wasn't just, you know, uh, Jerry Lawler, Booker T and Pete Rosenberg being like, one being like, well, I want Rock Cody. The other, well, I want yeah. Cody, Roman and et cetera. It was like, Biggie, like, sorry, what? The, what the? What the fuck happened? What yeah. are we getting? Like acting, like being like us? Probably not being clued in, right. and everyone just coming across a bit more real and natural. Yeah. With all right, which way are we go in here?
1: Biggie was great. It was nice seeing him as well. Uh, there, saying that he was there for CM for protection from yeah. CM Punk in case he fights somebody. But yeah, uh, overall, like having Punk involves doing these kind of thing helps. But I like the presser as as a whole thing. And either way, we don't need him right now because the mania card itself for two nights in a row will be stacked. They have a lot of stars here. Like you could heat up our truth to be in a singles match at WrestleMania this year. Like see him being the tag for sure. Like there's a lot of things you could be doing with so many characters that you have treated right in the past little while that is paying off. So yeah, as much as like it's it definitely moves on into bring Punk back. They don't necessarily need him right now because we're stacked with all these other mm. people. And we're all excited about this Mania season. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what shall we move on to next? Uh, maybe some some AEW. All right. I know that uh, it seems like we're, we're on the road to revolution in a few weeks. Sunday, March 3rd. We'll be uh, watching that, I'm sure. We were going to do a watch party, but it didn't seem like as many people were as interested they're in all a, going to North Carolina for they're a, all going yeah. there I mean a lot the tickets have moved for oh, this yeah, show sold out it's it's, yeah. it's like 15,000 or something at this point so good for, for them for doing that and definitely looking forward to this pay-per-view uh, but I really loved this episode from this week of Dynamite I think one of my favorite episodes full stop at least in recent memory
0: I, I think they've had a really strong run the last little bit both on uh, on Collision and Dynamite but yeah this week's dynamite especially felt like a a really big show it it kind of felt like you know those those first big branded episodes we got where we had we'd have a winter is coming and a, a grand slam which i think both of those have like really lost their luster like yeah. they just felt like regular tv episodes but yeah. i thought this show like starting with that uh hangman page swerve strickland 30 minute
1: draw uh, which was absolutely fantastic it was so good like one of the best matches of the year thus far already like just the the chemistry obviously the last time they fought with being the texas death match it wouldn't get to that kind of violence but the wrestling like 30 minutes it breezed by and you were so mad that 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 happened but you kind of knew where we were going with that the announcing the the triple threat mm-hmm. for Revolution: Samoa Joe, Swerve, and Hangman. Hangman kind of doing a bit of a double turn there. Yeah,
0: I, I don't know how I feel about that
1: because I, I feel it hard to boo Hangman,
0: and some people don't. But and it's like, <laughs> sorry, this this man has this guy like broke into his house, uh, like taunting his child. Yeah, his baby. His baby, and then faced you twice and cheated both times. Yeah, got his buddy to help him to win. To beat you. And now you're the bad guy? Yeah. Like, come on.
1: Yeah, they could maybe explain it in a different way, but it seems like just the popularity of Swerve is just over. But of course, you know how wrestling works. As soon as Hangman turns full on heel, then all of a sudden he's going to get cheered again and yeah. be treated as if he's the... That's just how it works. I think
0: AEW play about a lot with uh, with like Hangman here with... Uh, Blackpool Combat Club And stuff It's It's these It's It's not necessarily Like Heel and baby face But it's You know All these people have a goal Hangman's goal is to be champion Again, And yeah. Nothing's really Gonna get in his way And he might do stuff It's like you know When you see people argue And you're like Oh Both of you just Yeah Seem like dicks here Right It's, it's got that kind of feel And He's not necessarily doing anything Completely dastardly like a like when mjf was a big heel that makes you hate him but for now he's like ah hangman's kind of pissing me off right now it's that mustache yeah
1: no he looks pretty good with that mustache maybe that's why we hate him so much it's like fuck look at it He, he he really makes that work doesn't he
0: what i love with this triple threat though is i think there's like strong arguments for all three winning this which i think a lot of the time with triple threats you go Oh well, he's here to get pinned by him and to protect him. Right. I, I don't see that this way round. I think there's a lot more, a uh, lot more to be had with this Samoa Joe run. I think you could completely keep the title on him and have some more feuds moving forwards. Uh, if you want to go with Swerve now, like Swerve is hot, uh, this could be the time to do it. Or do you have Hangman win it again and have a run with it and and swerve down the line is has to beat hangman clean this time for the title i think there's so many different directions and i think they've even though they've really sort of dropped the devil stuff there is a feud between the three of them as well you know samoa joe had adam page taken out hangman and swerve have been having this feud for a while swerve has been just gunning for this title and doing anything to get there uh so I think it, it works as a three way, and actually is more compelling. It's gonna than be the great. Singles, which oh I yeah,
1: normally say it's. I think it's gonna be amazing. Samoa Joe right now, uh, loving, loving this run. I mean, he, he had the match with Hook really, and I just can't get over. I'm walking around doing the Samoa Joe walk. Well, after he slammed Hook on that table a few weeks ago, yeah. and then walked around mm-hmm. with his chest out. Right, I, I keep walking around like that. It's great. So I'm, I'm really excited for this triple threat, and I. I know triple threats, like you said, can some, sometimes be a bit of a cop-out. But this time around, I'm like, whoa, there's there's going to be three matches here, really. And it involves all three of them mm. facing each other. I think this could be one of the best triple threats of, like, And it allows the no DQ, which, like, all three will be good at yeah. and be creative with. No, but this the, the way Swerve and Hangman, that match, like, 30 minutes, it breezed by. And at the end of it, five more minutes and Hangman to be like, nah. Is yeah. like oh interesting so yeah little ripples in the story I'd say AEW does do that where they don't have like clean cut baby faces as many as much as maybe yeah. they had before and that kind of goes back to Cody as well like Cody we turned on him in AEW because he was too much of a baby face yeah. so really you can't just can't win in in any regard but is it swerves time come revolution we shall see but yeah what a hell of a match to open dynamite with I, I was i was like well there, there's dynamite that was great like nothing's topping that but there was a lot of other great stuff on the show as well
0: yeah i've been uh really enjoying the uh cmll involvement yeah i uh, would like to see them get a win at some point
1: but yeah yeah uh, i am a bit down, like that would have been the time to let them maybe win that one
0: but know? uh both on dynamite and uh collision this week having having matches so i've i've enjoyed it like clearly i think cmll is has better wrestlers than AAA from what i've seen of both of them yeah um and yeah i i've i think yeah as i said need to start picking up wins but just see it, it kind of feels a bit like what i said about main roster with diy and british strong style where the crowd are like, I don't know who this Hechicero is. And then afterwards, like, wow, that guy was awesome. Yeah. And really getting into it.
1: I think, I think it's been, uh, been strong. So yeah, I love that match with these guys coming in, beefing, a bunch of luchadors fighting and beefing with BCC is like, yes, that's what I love in my wrestling luchadors versus anyone is, yeah. is fantastic. But even the match itself was glorious, but I'd like to see more iterations of all the different types of guys fighting these guys. And it, in a was it a promo afterwards that said like we're going to have to fight you in your back neck of the woods like sorry is AEW going to Arena Mexico are we going to CMLL because like that's what I've been saying for fucking years yeah. like let's tour with AEW literally tour because when AEW started they got hit we got we all got hit with a pandemic and then they were forced to just kind of huddle in their in their little area down in Florida and then when the world opened up they opened they've been starting to go and then now they're seeing ticket sales might not be good in all these other places that they've hit before fucking go to Mexico go to fucking the Japan that
0: is uh is AEW popular in Mexico well, they
1: don't even play it on TV there probably well then why would you run a show there <laughs> like first as, as cool as it would first be, time so you got to get it on TV is before you well, go that's there. what I'm yeah. saying
0: like why would you book a big arena they have yeah the the what is it peso is gonna be way weaker than the dollar. You're gonna have to take like, that hit, You're not gonna make money
1: on it. But like, you're you're selling two thousand tickets to fucking fifteen thousand arena. Like, you, you should be getting this on TV in other places so that you can go to. Because bringing in CMLL guys is cool when you're near the border of Texas. Because like, Mystico is a huge draw in yeah. Mexico. If you announce him in a match in Texas near the border, people are gonna come and and support that. It has shown that AEW, they're like, oh, this guy actually does move the needle a bit for us when we're in certain towns in certain cities. So like, yeah, uh, they, I like this this mix up with mm. CMLL and going forward. Like, is this this should be somewhat of the Revolution pay per view? Like,
0: yeah, you could do. Uh,
1: they did the tag match already, though, so maybe so rematch. So you've
0: it. got. Um You've got Danielson and Eddie confirmed for Evolution now. After, oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, we knew,
1: we knew that was coming. Eddie,
0: Eddie cutting a promo on Collision, like, basically being like, hey, I beat you and you still don't respect me, so this time when I beat you, you're going to have to shake my hand. Right. And you're going to have to respect me. Hell yeah, that's going to be um, great. So we're getting that. So, But you could have, what, BCC plus... AEW jobbers What is it I don't want Matt to see Matt Side that. Al, no, Christopher that. Daniels Why you don't want to see Christopher
1: Daniels I think on? they've done that On Rampage and stuff already. No
0: but like If you're doing like A five on five Or something like that I don't right. know Right uh, Yeah I You'd need bigger stars Than those guys for sure But yeah I, I don't see What Moxley's direction is For Or are you doing Mox versus Claudio At um, the pay-per-view Mox Cutting a promo On Collision last week About basically I'll fight anyone whether it's a teammate or right uh anyone in the world um so
1: maybe that could be a thing as well Uh, another thing that happened was tony khan's major announcement yeah so major could have just been a written note but instead he told us that in a few weeks the td boston garden will be some big business conducting from aew so uh march 13th Big Business, which has sold a lot of tickets already nice. this week. I think yesterday I saw it was already over 5K, which okay. is higher than some of the shows from the past few weeks that yeah. they've been doing. So uh, I'll, I'll look in a sec. But Big Business, it's got the, the logo with the blue purple colors and where it says Boston on the side of the stadium, the arena, it's got the money signs. And pretty much, yeah. yeah, he's pretty much saying it is what you yeah, think like this. I didn't mind this is a big announcement. They're doing no. the,
0: the CM Punk uh, route with it yeah. um, I think this was more justified than hey tickets are going on sale for All In from a few <laughs> months ago but yeah finally we're getting in- Sasha into it I think this could be the right time you know when when Sasha first left WWE and she went and did the, the Stardom New Japan thing I remember saying I don't really want to see her in AEW because who did she face there like the the women's division wasn't strong whereas I think now You've got uh, you've got Tony Storm, who's obviously great in ring, and this character's really connecting. I think Diana's been looking great since coming into the company. Um, you've got your Chris Statlanders and Willow Nightingales, who are like getting like better and better. Hopefully, a returning Britt Baker and um, yeah. and Jamie Hater, um, and then like there's you know history with Soraya as well, and I think it's it's now like a way. Uh, it seems a way fuller division than it did a year or so ago. Uh, Queen Aminata, who just keeps on impressing, impress- whenever I I see a wrestle, um, could do with a couple of wins soon. But um, so yeah, I think it's it feels like the right time now for Mercedes and bringing her in is going to force them to um, to like put stuff behind this women's division
1: because she ain't coming in cheap. Absolutely not. She's coming in for a lot of. Money. Absolutely. Uh, I think this is great for them. And the women's division has been a low, low point for AEW. Like everyone criticizes it. And maybe having such a big star come in forces them to step it up. Maybe she helps behind the scenes a bit more. Maybe, you know, they, they focus on it a bit more to help it gain traction like they do have some stars you've mentioned all the names you did like willow is someone i'm like wow like every time i watch a wrestle i'm like you're one of my favorite wrestlers that they have and they keep using her in the same kind of position they see he seems to be like he does this with the guy wrestlers too don't get me wrong but it's like oh yeah i like these people i'm gonna use these people every week and then he gets bored with them and then he goes actually i'm gonna use these people a lot and then i'm gonna and then you've forgotten about the yeah he cycles through and it's like then you kind of forget about these other people i mean she they've been uh willow and Chris Stalander have been focused yeah, yeah. collision every week. Yeah, though. yeah, there there there's some of the heavy focus, same with your like Sky Blues and Julia's and stuff. So, but with with Sasha Mer- Mercedes coming in here, like there's so many big uh, matches. Obviously, the Brit versus Mercedes is a big one. Match-wise, I'm not really too into that, but like an all in, hopefully knock-on wood, Jamie Hayter versus Mercedes Monet should mm-hmm. be the match and would be fuck like that's the end game of the women's division with having Mercedes. Jamie comes back and everyone is rejoicing. And then Mercedes goes like, who the hell are you? I, I'm the, the star of AEW right now. And Jamie's like, well, actually, I was the, the champ here. And there you go. The story kind of writes itself. And match-wise, like, they would absolutely kill it.
0: I, I do wonder if uh, we know Tony loves belts, um, whether we're going to get Stop. women's tag. Um, okay that's not I mean I guess you've got Stokely Hathaway now managing Chris Statlander and Willow who seem to be a team you've got Sky Blue and Julia Julia together Um, like you're building the women's division
1: up a bit I wonder if that's something he'll consider doing give it to Sasha and then have Sasha in a tournament for the singles title I mean you do have Soraya and Ruby who are like a team as well yeah
0: there's lots of tag teams there's teams now which it always feels weird to have teams if you're not you like, yeah. you don't have anything to go for. So yeah, fair I, enough. I wouldn't be surprised if we see that.
1: But the... yeah, uh, it's 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 cool for, for Mercedes coming into AEW. I think maybe she should have came to AEW initially. Maybe that would have been like a bigger, like, oomph kind of thing. Because as much as I love her, the intro to her at Wrestle Kingdom was a bit of a flub. She's had some really good matches though under the New Japan act, like her match with Willow where she got injured. But she had some other good matches. Last well, thing her... as
0: well. You'd imagine she'd have had been doing more if it wasn't for the injuries and
1: i mean uh, we saw her in the in the crowd there at wembley so you kind of understood that there was some sort of a relationship mm -hmm. building and yeah i'm excited to see her wrestle because like i said we've been big fans of her for a long time i know she's got a lot of people like basically preying on her downfall a bit more you got your fed fans out there that are so like tribalist of like oh she's gonna fail and come crawling back it's like Man, don't you just enjoy wrestling for like the rest? Like some of the things you see, people say, and, and uh, honestly, I, I swear it's because she's a woman. I swear right. it's because she's a woman that that most dude fans are just like, ah, she's gonna crash and burn, and she'll go crawling back and this and that. Like you didn't you didn't hear that as much about like CM Punk and something like like oh he's going over there. Like most people are like, oh fuck. You him.
0: did right the beginning of the show. No, no, no. <laughs> like like
1: like it's 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 crazy that when people. Watched CM Punk show up to to, to AEW. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like people are like, "Whoa!" Like he's he's jumped ship and all this stuff. That's not what I heard when I hear about Mercedes Renee. People are like, "Oh, pff, she has to do that now because she's mm. she's she lost it. They don't want her back or whatever." It's like I don't know. I I see the way people say things about like her compared to honestly like men wrestlers, and I'm like, is it just is that is that something there that certain people aren't fans of? ...of this or something, and I don't mm. think it's it's fair. I think having... I, I looked at WrestleTix a few days ago, it was almost at 6K. So I don't know nice. what it is right now, but clearly enough of a needle mover to to draw tickets that fast. Yeah. So there's the answer to that. Like, Edge didn't do that. No. <laughs> they didn't book Edge in Toronto yet. He is here possibly in a few weeks, which they are only started advertising. Remember when I said a few weeks ago, where the fuck is Edge in the advertising for the Toronto mm. show with 3,000 tickets sold... Where was that? They started doing that this week. I finally started seeing them promoting things, and I I see good things for Mercedes Renee. Uh, I do want to see her back in WWE because there's the Four Horsewomen and all that stuff with Bailey. But three year contract, maybe something yeah. like that. Like I I see good things for her helping AEW and them helping her as well. But I I'm I'm expecting some good matches from her, and Jamie would be the one to go to. But we'll see. This this is all after. Revolution. After revolution. Yeah. And we're going to the dynamite after here in Toronto is the week after the big business. So I imagine she's on that show. I imagine we see Osprey on that show, possibly Okada on that show. Like going forward. Th- yeah, I wonder if they're gonna do a a double hitter on this uh big business
0: show. So right. If, uh, the way they're hype one of the biggest nights ever. In like they're strongly teasing uh Mercedes, obviously. I wonder if we get a Okada Uh, Or an Osprey, or all three show up.
1: Yeah, Fightful today reporting that Okada is in fact signing with AEW. Coward. Absolute coward. Yeah, honestly, Okada in AEW does nothing for me.
0: Uh, I don't think, you know, when, um, like, watching his last match with Tanahashi, and they're saying, he's done everything here, he wants to achieve other things. It's like, cool, but he's facing, I don't see AEW as being the challenge. For him. right yeah i see wwe as being the challenge i see wwe is the the fresh competitors um aw like i don't know name me one fresh match you're excited to see with okada action andretti okay there we go luther i yeah i stand corrected okay
1: <laughs> i mean i mean this week we were like can't wait to see him in nxt i mean it's like is that what People, like, you, there's two sides to it. I agree. Yeah, I'd I, rather see Okada versus Ilya Dragunov than an Okada versus anyone in AEW. Like, it's, it's sounding like it is a done deal that yeah. he is in AEW. And I definitely agree. The way New Japan is like, yeah, he's done here. It's over with. And it was such a big send-off to just have him go to AEW, which they do shows with new japan constantly ishii was just on tv in fact ishii was wrestling on AEW tv live so therefore he wasn't there live to be there for okada who is his friend's last match thanks tk so i just don't understand that this is the big like goodbye when it's like well he's going to AEW. it's not
0: jake in the set chat says but he makes ton of money so good for him doesn't matter how big of a challenge is respectfully as a fan i don't give a shit how much these people are making as a fan, I want to be entertained and see the interesting stuff. You know, like I'm not happy for Ronaldo going to Saudi Arabia because he's now making more money than he did before. Right. That isn't a challenge. Ronaldo playing in a league against shittier players. You know, like and that's kind of how I, I feel. I yeah.
1: was happy seeing Ronaldo happy when the Undertaker, the Undertaker came out. Yeah. <laughs> because the Undertaker was paid a shit ton of fucking money. Yeah. <laughs> the Undertaker posting selfies. <laughs> Okada
0: should be financially stable if he were to retire today. You know, I, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not concerned about how much money TK or TKO are paying him.
1: Yeah, I, look, it's it's down to like it's he's wrestled a bunch of their top guys already. In fact, Forbidden Door isn't so forbidden if the guy's now just walked into this yeah. company and he's like, yeah, I'm working here. We've seen him versus Kenny. We've seen him versus Danielson. We've seen him versus Osprey. Like. When MJF comes back, cool. That's definitely a big match to go to. Okada teaming with, what, the Elite? I don't know. It's Okada swerve, like... Samoa Joe. Joe, Hangman, but yeah. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. There's still great matches that we will see, and I'm totally going to be supportive of Okada in in Mm -hmm. AEW, but I am a little shocked that this seems to be the decision that he's going with, because it just seemed a bit more like, fresher if that was interesting yeah a bit more interesting yeah yeah and it's it's definitely like oh okay it's just not as exciting uh maybe uh, we'll see again once he comes out if he's showing up at big business which i assume sasha and okada both debut at this show Mm -hmm. in boston like yeah cool but what do you what do you do with him is what's going to be more interesting and i just don't know if they'll be able to keep him interesting Mm. Like you'll, you might make him just another guy and WWE that could happen too. But like, I don't know.
0: Yeah, we'll see.
1: We'll see. Um,
0: also love the main event on dynamite. This week was sting and Darby against Ricky Starks and big bill with sting and Darby winning the championships and then getting attacked by the bucks being a bloody mess. Great angle to end the show. It yeah. Really heated up this, this match for revolution
1: sting doing balcony dives. Yeah, Like, two, three weeks before you set to retire in another match. I'm like, oh, my God. But, you know, I love diving Sting oh, off yeah. of anything. So, was absolutely going crazy for that. Uh, loved the match. Actually, it was better than I expected. It had some fun stuff. Um, and then Sting winning, of course. Like, crazy that this guy won a title 25 years ago. No, I think 10 years ago is the last time. Something crazy like mm-hmm. that. But either way, like, insane. And then, yeah, love the beatdown with the Bucks. Visually, it looked amazing. The yeah. picture they took afterwards very clockwork orange-esque with the bloody like white suits and this the is what they
0: need to be doing more of, yeah like and they've got new music
1: now which we heard on rampage yeah what was their new music it was
0: it's just like old. slower and more yeah evil yeah evp exactly. yeah
1: just mu- uh, instrumental No. yeah no i i, I loved this beatdown and obviously setting up for the match at revolution which i think could be pretty good but yeah uh Loved the match, loved the the final beatdown. I even kind of got into Jericho to Takeshta to as well, minus yeah. Jericho wearing the mask and then jumping and clearly not being able to see where he was jumping. Yeah, I, I didn't think a whole lot of the match. To be <laughs> oh, I like I so. the match, but it had like a, a few spots that I was like, oh, that's I, questionable.
0: I really want Keshta to, okay, he's beaten Jericho and Kenny twice now. Like, let's he's, do something with him.
1: Yeah, he's the one who should come out in Boston being like, everyone here sucks. I keep beating everyone. Fuck mm-hmm. Chris Jericho. And Okada should come out and be like, mm-hmm. oh, I see you beat up Kenny. I see you've been doing some things. I'll, I'll face you. And that's your your setup for a bit. Like, that should be the first program for Okada to have them not not wrestle right away, but set up for like a paper, whatever their next pay-per-view, double or nothing or something. Because Takeshita Okada is a match I do want to see in AEW. But yeah, I loved him beating Chris Jericho. And... I just really want him away from Don Callis. I just want him on his own. He doesn't need, like, him as the voice anymore. Yeah, I agree. Like, I'd rather... Like, his wrestling is so good. Uh, So, I I, I see bigger things for him in 2024, but a match with Okada would be pretty sweet.
0: Uh, We had on Collision, Daniel Garcia beating Shane Taylor, and then later in the night, uh, Adam Copeland saying, uh, well, I'm I'm third in the rankings, and Swerve and uh, Hangman are going for the world title so that leaves me with the international the TNT or uh one of uh the dozen belts Eddie holds as Adam Copeland said and he says well my like it's i said i'd be going for christian i'm going to get that TNT title and then daniel garcia came out and is like hey i've been racking up the wins as well and like i respect you but uh i want to go for that so that set up a match on this wednesday on dynamite garcia versus adam copeland which hell yeah has my interest i thought both sounded really good here um you had like them do the respect angle shaking hands and then adam copeland pulling him in and being like basically i'm gonna beat the shit out of you right um so I I think that's going to be pretty pretty good. I see Copeland winning. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's cool that they're really starting to elevate Garcia now. It seems.
1: Yeah, I do love Garcia, and I do think there's some bigger things this year for him as well. But that's the thing with AEW; they got a lot of guys cooking, and then they just let them cook and yeah. let them cook, and then let them cook. And it's like, well, we may have moved on as fans. Like you, you know, th- certain things get get and get old pretty mm. quickly, and. Uh, they have a stop-start factor, especially with Garcia, but he is one of my favorite guys they got. Yeah. And then uh, Orange
0: Cassidy defeated Tomohiro Ishii to retain the AEW International Championship in the main event, uh, which was pretty fun. It was as you imagine the match to be. Right. You know, like, I enjoyed watching it. It's uh, it's Ishii doing Ishii things, Orange doing Orange things, um, but... Uh, the end especially was pretty good some really big uh, near falls like Ishii essentially absorbing the Superman punch well the orange punch um, and not going down and yeah I, I got into it it was it was pretty fun
1: I didn't uh, catch collision but uh, I I would watch it but I did find it interesting Ishii was there live not with like his boys for like the final everyone's having champagne being sprayed yeah, Tana and Okada and Chaos and Ishii's just in a hotel by himself like ah oh. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> didn't win the title tonight. Oh,
0: <laughs> he'd well, have been in like a 10 man at the beginning of the show. Anyways, <laughs> he, so.
1: was yeah. he was missed. He uh, was missed. But yeah, dynamite was pretty good. AW is pretty good this week. Looking forward to the next few weeks with the big business announcement and revolution. Like revolution is stacking up to be a pretty good, I, I'm liking the Tony storm, uh, Mariah may and Diana stuff as well. Pretty funny. Uh, but I think the match itself will be good. That's why I let the like Selena slide when it's like, Oh, the character is super working, especially with Diana, who's someone I didn't like. before at all i I really like her i i think she's she's already one of the best in ring in
0: AEW in the women's division and um i think when she finds her footing i think she is a a good promo i think she sounded a little nervous on that first week but uh she knows like a character this virtuosa thing and i i actually think she's working really well against tony because she's acknowledging how absurd it all is whereas the 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 only real feud we've had with Tony in this character so far has been Hikaru Shida who all she could really do was pull faces oh what's she doing whereas now it's Deanna's like what's going what now? the fuck happened we yeah. roomed together we got matching tattoos and now you think you're uh, From the 40s. Yeah, like, what's going
1: on? Uh, so, I'm looking... That yeah, out. that match will be good. Orange Cassidy versus Roderick Strong also should be a pretty yep. good match. Um,
0: oh, they they beat down uh, Orange at the
1: end. Yeah. Right? Of, Are we getting Ishii versus Roddy? That'd be pretty sick. <laughs> uh, we could get... I don't know if how long Ishii's sticking around, but we could get some sort of tag match. This yeah, week. yeah, exactly. Uh, and then the triple threat, as we mentioned, and then Kingston and Danielson. So, yeah, so far. Oh, and the Sting we presume Sting and Darby versus the Bucks. So, I mean, yeah, that's a pretty stacked card. I'm looking forward to it.
0: We also had uh, New Japan, the new beginning on, uh, well, last night. This morning. This morning. uh, Three matches, really, to talk about on this one. Okada versus Tanahashi for potentially the last time ever until Forbidden Door in June.
1: Uh, yeah, it doesn't doesn't yeah. sound as like oh well you could just see him again next yeah. you'd be in the same locker room but yeah uh, I skimmed this as well I kind of cherry picked the the big matches as you said the big three here uh, first being Okada Tanahashi one last time quote unquote maybe possibly uh, which I I really loved I got got pretty emotional as Okada making his entrance just straight up crying. I love the moment
0: they like faded his music down, right? Like just before he got on the apron, yeah, and yeah. they just let the crowd chant his name and sounded like deafening.
1: It was pretty cool. It sounded like the biggest star on this whole show, yeah. really, as he, he is the star. I mean, they called this show New Japan: The New Beginning. When to me this seemed like the series finale of New Japan. Yeah. You're losing Osprey and you're losing Okada, and your main event is. Some guys I don't even know their names. Mm. <laughs> uh, I, I love this match with Tanahashi. Obviously, Okada Tana wrestled a whole bunch before. Obviously didn't get to like the levels of some of their older matches in their feud, but for what it was, I, I still really liked it. I
0: think it was uh It was
1: perfect. For what it the needed. The best to Tanahashi's be. looked for a while. Like I
0: I liked his Wrestle Kingdom match with Zach. I thought that was good. But I I thought um I thought it was a a fitting last match for the both of them. Yeah. And Bringing up that Okada is now the age that Tanahashi was when Okada yes. beat him. Yeah. So I thought that was a nice like little thing, but yeah, really got into the match. Nice post match, like quite emotional with them sort of hugging and and doing like Rock and Austin at nineteen, where like Tanahashi's like whispering to him and we're trying to work out what he's saying. See you but, in June. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, r- really enjoyed that. And then uh, Danielson versus Zack Saber Jr.
1: Yes, this match—the rematch of the century—they fought again the first time, well, the, the real first time at Dream Wrestle Dream, just last year. So we got to see this rematch, and boy, did it live up to the hype! I mean, this was easily the match of this show, but match of the year contender, banger alert, right here—the rematch here, Zack Saber Jr. Going over. Brian Danielson with the great finish. I mean the whole match, the cage match is telling me it went 32 minutes 46 seconds. Yeah. The whole match was a game of chess, just like the first one. And just a few months ago we rewatched their first encounter, so it was still kind of fresh in my head. And oh my god, like the the counters to counters to transitions to transitions, it's it's insane. But the finish coming with like pinning attempts where finally zach Sabre Jr was just able to get him down for 3 seconds and Brian's not even pissed. He's like, ah, ah, you got me. I, I might, I loved the first match. I might have preferred this one. It may Um, have been better,
0: yeah. It was excellent. So good. Um, I, okay, so Zach did pin him. Neither submitted each other. Exactly. But to be fair to Zach, it was a wrestling hold that pinned him. I kind of, I kind of wish Zach won with the, like, the Zach driver. Yeah. Just so it was a bit more like, you know, like well, you won with a bicep knee. Like neither has submitted the other yeah. or used a wrestling hold. It was still a wrestling hold. You I can was still thinking do that. that like the the final one has to be either like like thirty minute submissions match or like submission only or something like.
1: Danielson that. has since quoted saying that he goes well. He beat me with a hold, so he technically is now the best technical wrestler. Right, he beat me. However, I want a wrestling promoter in 2024 to please book a two out of three falls match between us. So, okay. TK was like, "I got you, fam. I got you." Right.
0: Yeah, I I thought it was great. I loved the stuff with the, um, you know, when they were like in the in the knee bar, just slapping and kicking yeah. each other, spitting each other. What faces. is with Danielson and spitting at people? Love it. Yeah. Uh, no this this was sensational.
1: Yeah, easily one of the best. We'll be talking about this match at the end of the year for sure, but just fantastic like these two guys are deep into the the art of wrestling I mean wrestling can be so many different things in so many different genres but when I watch this it it makes me like this is what I love it
0: it looks real do you know know what I mean it's like like they're sparring yeah I
1: I really love this And, and Zack Sabre Jr. Uh, kind of ghost titling afterwards like look i beat this fucking guy give me a title again so he should be someone they pivot as one of their bigger stars here in new japan because he's just so fantastic but yeah wow what a a technical matchup between these two there's so many different counters that went in and out of this it's like yeah i need to rewatch it already after watching Mm it um uh, a side note i mentioned briefly a friend of the show who daniel lloyd Beta Club Field Trip, who does our, our chiptune versions of songs mm-hmm. for certain podcasts. He, months and months and months ago, booked tickets to the Tokyo Dome to go see Taylor Swift, which happened to be this week. In doing so, he realized New Japan was also doing a show in Osaka, and he wanted to go visit Osaka. So he got tickets to that show as well. Wow! Months go by, then the news comes out, Okada's going to wrestle his last match then. Then it's Tanahashi. He goes, Wow, I didn't realize I was you know so lucky to be going to this. So not only did he get to see Taylor Swift, who you think Taylor, if she didn't have to make it for the Super Bowl, would have stayed for Okada's last match. Probably, yeah. But uh, She probably dated him. <laughs> hey, he's married. Come on, stop. It said dated. Right, back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. The red scarf song is actually about yeah, Okada. Exactly. Uh, so so our our friend Daniel went out. Me of- and Oki? <laughs> the scarf <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, really it's Jake Gyllenhaal, I right, believe, okay. yeah. Uh, he So he got to go to this show and he he wrote in saying that like he had some pretty sweet seats as well, actually. He said that he really loved uh, Okada and Tana, but he thought that Danielson and Zack Sabre Jr. was easily the, the match of the show, the match of the night. And I'm sure he'll be remembering seeing that live. So, hey, Daniel, we're uh, all very jealous of uh, your little uh, trip there. But then... He said the main event went way too long, which I definitely How agree. How long did this actually go, this main? Do you have the Let's the see card here. Card? I have cage match here. It went 64 minutes, five Jesus. seconds.
0: Okay, wow.
1: As I said, this match went way too long. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we had these two great singles matches on this card. There was a bunch of other stuff on this show as well, but uh, for time, I'm going cherry pick. The main event, the Steel Cage 10-man tag match, the Bullet Club War Dogs taking on the United Empire. Gun to my head. I could not name every single person in this match. However, there was some, some good stuff in it. Don't get me wrong. There were some great spots with different tables. It basically was kind of like a war games where like, there were staggered entrances to begin with. Uh, my problem was this was supposed to be a cage match. Instead, it was half a cage match. It was a fence. It was, hey, uh, we don't want our dog going off the property, so we're going to put half a cage yeah. in this match, which at one point, the entire structure if you even want to call it a structure almost completely fell over as jeff cobb slammed someone into it so which made me very nervous but there's a, probably a reason new japan hasn't done cage matches in fucking 20 years or whatever it may be because it looked like shit
0: yeah i i didn't like the look of this cage at all i liked i liked the space around the ring kind of more like like hell in a cell style yeah um but this this cage needed to be Higher and like, it just it just looked like a fence rather than a cage.
1: It's like a lion's den. I don't uh, even know. No, lion's den's way cool. Lion's
0: den had a roof. it was like an octagon. No, lion's den was like octagon. tilted, like right, a tilted right. octagon with like a platform on the top.
1: This was like a dog, like the war dogs were in it, so they got dog fencing like yeah, all
0: around it. I like aesthetically didn't look very good. Yeah. Uh, the match was all right. I, I was expecting way more from this, to be honest. There, there were some cool spots, but uh, I and it went way way too long over
1: an hour long yeah like that's kind of bizarre it, it it got very played out by the end of it but like i said there was some cool stuff there was some giant thumbtacks there was chairs and-, and, and i think as
0: well it's um you know the the thing with we haven't been like too hot on the the main roster war Games matches we've had the last two years like the actual match themselves but you've got to say something about the the star power and i think that's something where survivor series can be fun where you're just seeing these all these main eventers on one team in one match it it adds something to it and there's a lot of talented people in this but as you said being like very casual on new japan these days not watching everything these aren't your top top guys like if this was a an ultimate cage match of you know like Osprey, Tana, Naito, Okada, Ishii, yeah. uh, Shingo, yeah. like, all of that, you'd be like, "Fuck, okay, you can gu- you can justify an hour and four minutes because every entrance feels huge in this." Whereas it there's a big entrance and it's Driller
1: Maloney and who, like, all the respect. <laughs> oh, but for, but but wait, TJP is also now a werewolf. Yeah demon he's the the ass wank, isn't he? Isn't that is not he is not that that what his name is what he's called? yeah I, I i don't know if that's what he's called, it's but called the ass wank he looks um, he looks like he he he's trying to do the finn balor demon but then found like the shopping bag lady dress thing he's yeah, got going on i don't know what. whatever it.
0: <laughs> um it's something like um but yeah like just in half the time this might have been
1: cooler yeah I know, make the entrances quicker and do it in 35 minutes rather than 65. And like, I get, you know, they they gave Osprey the big main event here with this cage match with all his mates and everything. It's cool. And he said his goodbyes, but same thing. He's going to AEW and he's been saying in all these interviews that part of my contract will allow me to still wrestle in New Japan. So it's like, well then, why are we, hmm. why are we making such a big stink about like you leaving if you're not not really leaving You're, you'll be back you'll be wrestling again in, in spectacle matches wrestle kingdom stuff I'm sure like so yeah it didn't feel maybe as special as like the Okada send-off where it's like huge entrance single thing hug at the end here it was like all these guys all bloodied and he's like anyways uh, got to beat up these guys so I didn't feel like it was as Maybe as special, but yeah, I didn't. I, was I didn't expect him more. From yeah, I, I didn't really enjoy the the main event, but overall, a pretty good show from what I watched. And Danielson Zach Saber Jr. was just untouchable and will be this year. It's going to take a lot for for some wrestlers to top it, but but yeah, uh, overall, like thumbs up from what I did see, but thumbs down for that uh, War Dogs cage match. But I I like some of the talent in it. Don't get me wrong, like uh, Gabe Kidd is someone to watch as someone who's super young, who's already like steps above certain some of the other people he seems like he genuinely is a hothead in real life and i don't know if that makes it good or bad but it makes things very entertaining so he's definitely someone to watch and then one final thing i know that is of note is new japan teasing the tag team titles the iwgp tag titles i think the heavyweight titles and they kind of flashed different teams and stuff like that i don't even know who the actual champions are, but I think it's uh, Bullet Club, Chase Owens, and Kenta are now the champions. But in this video, flashing over different teams, they showed briefly the Lucha Brothers. So I'm wondering if you're okay. getting the Lucha Brothers down in Japan cool. there, which would which would definitely sp- spice things up for not only New Japan and the tag division, but for Lucha Brothers as well. So possibly seeing those two down there would be pretty interesting. So There you go. Okada's gone. Osprey's gone. And there will be an AEW going mm-hmm. forward. So there was all the wrestling from this week. Any uh, Anything else that we missed? Anything from SmackDown? Nope. Raw? Uh, I watched uh, Women of Wrestling this week and something I've never seen in a wrestling show, which is very scary. Someone got injured in a match. The ref checks on them and she goes, no, I'm fine. And then the match continues. And then while she's continuing to wrestle, the ref then goes, no, actually I need to call this off. She got concussed Mm. and they focus on it. They replay it three times. They go to commercial break. And then when they came back, they spent another five to 10 minutes recapping it on different angles of the injury of her getting concussed, which was just like mind boggling to me because in WWE, they would never do that. They would cut away from it and everything. And you could tell she was like genuinely pissed off. So shout out Ariel sky, but uh, it was from this episode and I'm sure it'll be clipped when people catch on and everything. But it was it was interesting because in, in WWE and AEW, if someone's injured, they don't just zoom in on the person; mm. they zoom in on someone it, else or yeah. something. But besides from that, I actually thought that they had one of, if not my favorite episode, with uh, their their new champion Maybelline Maverick or Abilene Maverick. But like it was it was so bizarre seeing this injury, and I've watched so much wrestling that I was like, what? no no company would ever do that. But uh, mm. recommend. Checking that out for any of those people right. interested. But thank you, everyone. In the YouTube chat there, I see you guys. Appreciate you guys. Uh, oh, we didn't talk about Scott Damore. I Sorry, i I got to go.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we can talk on Tuesday, but I've got to set up at work.
1: Uh, well, there you go. So hang out with us on Tuesday. I would tell you to check us out on Patreon.com slash Poison Rana because uh, we have lots of other shows. We just put out our Kill Bill review, our review of... Uh, The Crow is coming out this week. Check out all the other stuff that we have. What did we review this week?
0: Uh, we did... We've had Kill Bill come out, and we... What did we do? I can't remember. We've recorded Elimination Chamber, but that's
1: banked for a little bit, and... Yeah, so this week we're recording a profile on the Nation of Domination. Yes. Uh, B Detroit will be joining us for that, and... Yeah, Patreon.com. Become a friend for five bucks to hear all the other podcasts that we do. Appreciate everybody in there in the oh, chat. Battle
0: Royale too. There we go.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Excellent. Battle Royale too. How could you forget? Uh, appreciate everyone in the YouTube chat. We'll be back on Tuesday on the post feed, chatting all about some NXT. And we'll be back here on this very feed on Sunday, probably 2 p.m. next week. So join us for that. At Poison Rod Pod, Twitter, Instagram, for all the updates of everything that we do. And I, myself, Brain Harrington, Twitter, Instagram, at the Bray D, And I am at Davy Portman. That's it, that's all. Take care, goodbye, be safe. And go Chiefs. Ahoy!